Hello and welcome back to Walk the Cinema and our coverage of Best Picture nominees. This is the third one, The Banshees of Inishirin. And we'll be back after a word from our sponsor. Yeah, this was a movie um, I wasn't too sure about. Um, very popular or very well-known actors are, are kind of leads. We have Colin Farrell, who plays our main character, Podrick. And Brendan Gleeson, who plays uh, Colm. Yeah, and a director I truly like, Martin McDonough. He's made a lot of good movies. Well, a lot is not really the way of putting it, but every time he makes a movie, it's good, in my opinion. And Bruges is probably one of the best Colin Farrell performances. Mm. And it's really, really funny. And then Three Billboards is not as, like, laugh out loud funny but it's still a great comedy drama there's more of a drama and this is also a great comedy drama in my opinion no it did have some really funny moments in this movie um even though i think that the overall vibe of this is also very sad um i feel like so far all the oscar movies we've we've um covered have been sad sad. (laughs) Even, I, think, I think that's the formula. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Even Avatar, even though it's not, like, crazy sad. It's still mm-hmm. sad. It still has very sad elements. But anyway, um, the, the main premise of the, of the movie is Colm just decides one day that he doesn't want to be Podrick's friend anymore because he's dull and boring. And right. he's getting to a point where he wants to be remembered during his life. And he feels like living on this little Island off of Ireland Mm -hmm. doing just talking, just chatting is, is going nowhere. So he abruptly ends the friendship and then, you know, things ensue. Right. It is very obviously comparing itself to the war in Ireland, Mm -hmm. the civil war that was happening. That was brutal. Mm hmm. And it was terrible, and it was, you know, historically, just Ireland always is going to look back at it as one of their darkest moments. And this friendship mirrors what happens in the war. Maybe not at the beginning. Maybe at the beginning it's not as obvious, but, like, at the end it is. Especially the ending, Mm -hmm. which we're not going to... I guess we'll get through a little later. Yeah. But... Yeah, it starts off, I thought we were kind of in present day Ireland, just because, I don't know, thinking of like people that live in villages. (laughs) You think they all talk like that? They all talk like that, and like they all dress like that, so I was like, oh, we're in present time, like this is crazy. And then it, it, you know, alludes to the fact that they're in 1920, Mm -hmm. whatever. and um, 23. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, okay, I get it, We're we're in the Civil War time. The Ireland Civil War time, and we'll see how this plays out. So, um, you know, Podrick is a character that people he he gets called dull by Colum, and he is a little dull, and he's dumb. I yeah. mean, we kind of we don't assume he's dumb in the beginning, but you kind of realize that he's just dumb. Yeah, he's not very learned. He right. doesn't. He. I think there's a point he realizes that the village idiot knows more things than he does yeah 
And that's kind of like the the comedy aspect of it, where you have these these sets of characters, right, that are all interacting, and everyone considers Dominic, who's played by Barry Keown. I don't know how you say his last name. Um, But he's kind of the village idiot. He drinks and he gets beaten by his dad and stuff like that. And he's just kind of, he's slow, but he still knows more than Podrick does in some Mm -hmm. aspects. And so I think that there is kind of like a, maybe I am the village idiot instead. Right. He starts getting, you know, in his own head that everyone's making fun of him behind his back and that everyone thinks he's dumb. Mm-hmm. and dull and all that Colin Farrell is really good in this yeah. and he's really good at portraying this slow realization that maybe he is dull and maybe he kind of just does the same stuff every day yeah but I think that he's kind of content with that like right. I think he because there there is like this 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 battle I guess between like being remembered for an achievement or being remembered for, like, how you treated people, kind of. Like, that's a very simplifi- simplified version of this, right? So there's a scene in the movie where um, Podrick gets drunk and he confronts Colm about it. And Colm's like, well, it, people remember Mozart from the 17th century because he wrote this beautiful music and, like, you don't know anybody from the 17th century that was just nice, you know? And Podrick's like, I remember my mom and my my dad. My dad, they were nice. And my sister's nice. And I remember them. And he's like, no one else is going to remember them. Like, you're the only person. Like, Mozart's remembered by hundreds, millions. Because Colm is a folk musician. Mm -hmm. And he's been trying to write, like, a song Mm -hmm. that he can be remembered by when he dies and you know that scene in particular also kind of highlights at the end because Siobhan his uh Podrick's sister comes and leads him away and she kind of puts Colm in in his place by saying Mozart wasn't the 17th century he was the 18th century so she's kind of calling him out that he doesn't even know what he's talking about and it's also like yeah you remember him but you don't know him yeah like yeah you might know who Mozart is as a concept Mm mm-hmm but you don't even know what century he was alive in. Yeah. So what does it matter? Like, you don't actually know this man. You don't remember this man. You remember yeah. his music at best. Yeah. And it's like, you know, whether you're not, you think that that is like a, a life worth living, you know, is kind of like up to the interpreter. But so um, it's this is a, a story about, you know, how... Things can just get out of hand, you mm. know? Where, they escalate. Yes. Seri- with serious repercussions. Yes. And, like, it's kind of hard to compare to, to today's society because, you know, a lot of people, if you don't want to be friends with someone, you just ghost them. Yeah. Like, you just stop replying to them. You live in a, in a city. Yeah. You live in a big city. You're never going to cross them on accident. Yeah. I mean... We live in in not a huge city, and we just, it's not like we're going to see people we know every time we go out. Yeah. And this is everyone you see you know. <laughs> There's no one you don't know. Yeah, everyone knows everyone because it's just a small little island. But so, you know, um, 
it's like a struggle of like it's not that Podrick did anything wrong to to column column just doesn't want to be his friend anymore and he's willing to go to such extremes to to keep Podrick away from him that he's willing to cut off his own fingers if Podrick so much as like talks to him right which sounds like you know it's an extreme like if you bother me i'll cut my finger so you learn your lesson mm-hmm. but i i i the whole movie i felt like that's an excuse yeah yeah. where yeah. he feels like he can't write a good song so his excuse for not writing a good song is like i had to cut my fingers off because of this guy yeah so he's blaming someone else yeah for not being able to do the music anymore yeah and he also kind of does that by not wanting to be his friend to begin with he thinks that Colin Farrell's character is the reason why he can't right. focus he's on bl- He's blaming Patrick the whole time for his own lack of talent. Yeah. He's like, I can't do anything because you're so dull, because you're wasting my time. It's like, but when he does write a song, it's just not good. And that's what some people tell him. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's not good, personally, but I don't really know anything about that type of music. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the point of it is like it's not anything masterful, right? You, know? you can't, it, and but he wants a way out, and he doesn't want to admit that he can't write a song worth remembering. So he kind of blames it on Patrick, and I think that's when you start realizing that this is just a comparison with the Civil War and the and the size of the war. Mm-hmm. And I don't know enough about the war to be like, oh, he represents the IRA and. He represents the others. Like, I'm not going to compare it to that level. No, I don't I just, think it needs to. I just don't know it. But I'm sure there's like, the, that comparison can be made. And I'm sure the when they were writing this, they had that in mind. Mm-hmm. But that's too niche to, to uh, the Irish crowd. But I think the movie works even without comparing it, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it's just kind of like, like I said, it, it, it also represents like the spiralization, I guess, of of um conflict in general right it doesn't need to be necessarily like you need to know the history of ireland to mm-hmm. it it works as a movie on its own it's very funny it's very dark mm-hmm. it's very suspenseful and it gets very sad because jenny which is my favorite character yeah jenny's the best character she's, she's a little miniature donkey yeah and she acts like a little dog and she's just so cute in the movie. And she ends up dying because of all this finger cutting crap. Yeah, she chokes on his finger. Incredibly sad. It's so sad. And especially at the time that it happens, like Yeah, it happens at Patrick, the time where he couldn't lose anything else. Yeah, he's lost his friend. His friend like has already cut off all of his fingers and is blaming him for it. His sister his, left. His sister has gone to the mainland because she is a smart character, you know, and she's She's over being on this island where everybody like criticizes her for you know, not being married and you know uh j- she just doesn't like life there anymore. Yeah, and she realizes if she can't ach- achieve anything there, she can leave opposed to to calm where he thinks he can't achieve he can't achieve anything but he still stays and blames others. Yeah. She doesn't want to turn into to, to to these people so she decides to leave and so um padrick uh losing jenny is just kind of 
the straw that breaks the camel's back Mm -hmm. because you know during his his time that we see during the story like his progression we see him as like a really caring kind of guy or he's at least sweet Mm -hmm. you know he's gentle and then you know as the movie progresses he tells some man that is a musician that is getting close to calm um that his father had been hit by a bit that is dying because he got run over by a bread van van. and then we find out that his mother died because she got run over by a bread van yeah and And it's 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 funny right because it it portrays itself as funny but in reality if that happened in real life yeah that's so freaking mean yeah it is and like it's not like today where you can just call your parent just to make sure like he had to go all the way back to yeah you gotta get on your boat and paddle yeah go back to the mainland yeah very mean but it kind of shows that uh, he's kind of just getting tired of this yeah and he's willing to go to more extremes Mm -hmm. that aren't him like they're not the real him yeah like he's being pushed by the situation yeah and dominic even says like when when podrick like confesses that that's what he did dominic says i thought you were the nicest person here but that was probably the meanest thing i've ever heard anyone ever do and you know I think that that also is, like, a turning point where, like, Colin Farrell's character is kind of, like, we, I I just, I have to go to more extremes now because now we're just, now we're just brawling. And he, after Jenny dies, it it really is, like, we're just brawling. So he goes and finds Colin at the pub and says, you killed my donkey with your fat fingers. I'm going to set your house on fire at 2 p.m. Yeah, be I'm, ready. I'm setting your... I'm going to be doing this. I'm not going to check before I set it on fire. If you're in there, so be it. Leave your dog outside. I don't want to hurt your dog. Right. And so... Which you could have, right? You had moments where he could have just like... If you really wanted to get a calm, he could have just killed the dog. Yeah. But the dog didn't do anything wrong. And that's the, the Patrick character. Mm-hmm. He's caring and he realizes that he likes the dog yeah and he's not just gonna hurt the dog to hurt someone else yeah and and colin didn't mean to kill jenny he he feels remorseful. right no that's not that wasn't on purpose but it, it is the unfortunate it's it's again the unfortunate consequence of war like yeah. innocents get you know yeah the, innoc- in. yeah, the innocents get, get the stray bullets and even i think that this can be applied to a lot of different scenarios where like you have a divorce happening and it could be very highly, uh, highly damaging, to damaging, the kids. yeah, damaging to the kids when the parents are brawling. Like they can, you know, leak onto the kids being yelled at by both parents for things that like the yeah. other parents said. This just the movie's just so well written. Yeah, it can it's, be applied it's to well a lot. written as a drama. It's well written as a comedy, and it's well written as an allegory. Mm-hmm. For this is clearly more than the surface right Mm -hmm. this is just something that is kind of like a brain it's a thinker yeah it's yeah it pulls on your brain the whole time or you're like Mm -hmm. this is clearly more right Mm -hmm. he's not just cutting his fingers for no reason yeah this old lady is just not calling for death for no reason yeah which her character the old woman that comes and like tells him that death is coming to the island and stuff like she's she's the character that confuses me the most i think she's death because she's the one that tells the cop that dominic is dead Mm -hmm. and she's wearing all black and she has like a a scythe 
mm-hmm. or whatever you call it in her hand. Mm-hmm. They call her a ghoul or the kind of point that she's the banshee and the banshees of Vinishirin. Mm-hmm. But I think she's death. I don't or know. She represents death. I think that she, I'm okay with her being kind of an enigma in this. Right. And She's then, not super important. The death yeah. of Dominic is also... I don't understand it. I understand it's a punishment for the father in a way. Because the father's the biggest asshole. Yeah. He's a cop that abuses power, beats his kid, molests him maybe? Maybe. I think that's pointed at. And I get, I get that it's kind of a punishment because in the beginning he mentions that some kid killed himself in the lake, mm-hmm. and he's he's a he was a waste of life. He's an idiot for doing it, mm-hmm. and then his kid dies in the lake. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what his death like represented in the grand. Yeah, scheme I, I, of and spe- I can't tell you in specific what it meant. It mm-hmm. was a little confusing, but I do understand that it it, it it comes around to the father. Yeah, but that's not the main plot yeah. line. It's not. And then, you know, at the end, we have this, I think, a pretty, um... Because Calm survives the fire. Yeah, he he leaves at some point, which I thought was, like, a funny kind of thing. That Yeah, where he's like, I'm going to die in this fire. And then he's like, oh, never mind, it's actually It's getting a little hot, yeah. Because (laughs) because Patrick said he wasn't going to check before he set the house on fire, which he didn't. He set it on fire, and then he kind of feels some sense of guilt, and he checks to see if, um... Colm is, like, still inside, which he is, is. Uh, but it's not like he goes and saves him or anything. He just kind of leaves after that. It's just kind of like, I'm going to see if he's in there. Um, But at some point, he got out. He he couldn't take the heat. Um, So his house is burned down, and they're standing on the beach where his house is located, and Colm's kind of like, okay, so we're even now. Like, like, we're never even. Yeah. Until one of us dies. Yeah. It's like, I think he said it would only be even if he stayed in the house and burned with it yeah. or something. Yeah. And they kind of allude to, it's over for now, but we'll be back. Kind of. Like, it, the, 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 the battle's over, but the war will come back. Mm-hmm. And that's where it, like, clearly alludes to the Civil War in Ireland, which didn't really end in the 20s. So it's, it is obvious at that point. Yeah. But I still really like the ending. Yeah, and 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 I think there was a a quote about how like some things just can't be forgotten or forgiven, mm-hmm. and I think that that is also something that is very true in just kind of like even outside of war, you know, like mm-hmm. the war allegory. There's are there are things that people say to people all the time that you can't take back, you know, yeah. even if you don't necessarily mean to or mean it. What's said is said, what's done is done. You and you know, sometimes you have to live with those repercussions, yeah. you know. And just this just ends on a sad a, note, you know. Yeah, and no one wins. No one wins. Everyone loses. Everyone loses something that they cared about. Their yeah. house. Their their little pretty donkey. Yeah. And just yeah. No, it's just sad. And it just... is sad. And the the note that uh, uh, Patrick writes to his sister, where he kind of lies and says that you know everything is going great. Jenny's Jenny's uh staring at me while I write this. Um, and then he kind of like, oh yeah, and Dominic died. Yes, yeah, so he, he can't. He can't take care of. Yeah, so he can't take care of the the animals. So I can't. I can't come 
visit you. Um, he's like, oh, I hope you come back. And then, like, you see him laying in his bed, looking at his sister's bed on the other side of the room. And he says, please come home. And it's just really sad to me. Yeah, he has nothing. He really has nothing. And it's kind of not of his fault. Not his fault. Which, I don't know if, if McDonough, McDaw, I don't know how to say his name proper, I guess. I don't know if he made this movie with the intent of, like, one side is wrong, one side is right, or one side is right. right, yeah. <laughs> and the other side is wronger. And, and But it, it kind of feels like it. Yeah, it kind of feels like Calm is, like, the the main aggressor. Right, and he's not right at all. Like, you, it could, like I guess it's a choice if it doesn't want to be someone's friend. It's just yeah. not very nice, yeah. as everyone tells him, but... He goes to extremes. Yeah, so like, he pushes it too far. Yeah. And, and Patrick is just the nice guy that loses. Yeah. And and I think that... And he has nothing. I, I think that at the end, the the feud kind of becomes his purpose, though. Yeah. Like, he has nothing. So, like, the only thing that he can grasp onto is this feud. So right. he's going to hang if, on to that If feud. he already lost everything, there's nothing else to lose. So he might as well... Go just, all in. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great movie. Great screenplay. Mm-hmm. I give it an 8 out of 10. But it could be a nine. It could go up because it's it's so good. Yeah, it is good, and it's it begs to be watched more than once. Yeah. And it, I think it, you could be tricked into thinking it's just a a comedy drama, and it's just not that. It's so much more. And the 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 screenplay just is so much deeper than what it appears. At the beginning. Yeah. And it's not deep because he cuts his fingers. It's the allegories and it's the... Everything that happens is just not necessarily smart. Mm-hmm. But it, it does keep you thinking the whole time. And I like it a lot. Yeah. I also gave it an 8. I really liked the performances. You can relate to a lot of the characters, I would say. Like, you can relate to, to Colm, like, Oh, I, I don't want to be forgotten when I die. You know, there's a lot of people that are lonely, and I think that he's lonely. He doesn't have a wife. He doesn't have kids. He just kind of has a friend and, like, the town, and he feels like his moments are fleeting. And he even talks about how um, during his confessional that the the priest asks him, how is the despair? And he's, you know, he says, oh, it's coming back or it's it's gone. You know, he he, he, he talks about it. So I think that it does kind of show that he's he is going through like a depression. He's kind of near the end of his life. And then with Podrick, like sometimes you just want to be remembered as being nice. You just mm-hmm. want to live your life as simply as possible. And, you know. Like, and, and besides the main characters, mm-hmm. which I guess we didn't mention the, the little side characters, mm-hmm. we really get to know the people of the island that I really like it. We get to know the priest and it's kind of implied that he's gay yeah we get to know the the shop owner that's, yeah, that's just awful she loves the gossip you <laughs> she, know? yeah she loves the tea but she's awful about it she's yeah. way too Pushy. aggressive with it she opens letters it's, yeah. we get to know the bar owner to some extent and i love him i think he's great mm-hmm. he's funny just i love that it kind of builds a little cozy world yeah, it does build a little cozy world. And even, I think there's a lot of stuff that we haven't, like, mentioned, and we probably can't mention everything. No, it's impossible. But, you know, there are, I think there are moments where the characters are kind of, like, not necessarily dogging on Podrick for being dull, but, like, they're kind of like, oh, it's okay that you're dull. Like, not everyone can be as smart, or, like, you know, <laughs> it, it, they're, not, they're not saying that in so many words, but then, like, 
it's it's the barkeep and his, the the other guy that's sitting there, and he's just yeah, it's just his friend and and, and they the bar each other. yeah they repeat each other. So it's kind of like they're doing the same thing, like they're not really contributing. Right. They're the same as him, but he's he's just down on his luck. So they're kind of like it kind of feels like they think they're better than him. Yeah, you know? I, I I do love the the side characters, but going on to the nominations, this guy nine two. Actors in a supporting role mm-hmm. for Brendan Gleeson and, and Barry Keegan. Keegan, that's how you say it. <laughs> and yeah, really deserved them. And just everyone in this, like, there's like 20 actors that are like really good in this. Yeah, and I'd say that the those supporting it, yeah. those supporting actors are really good, and they do like immerse you within the story. And then there's a supporting actress for mm-hmm. for Carrie Condon, the sister. Yeah, she's also great. Yeah, and then. The leading role performance for Colin Farrell. Yeah, he's so good. Yeah. He's really good. Like I said, like this whole movie, like it really is effortless in making you believe that these are who they are. You Mm -hmm. know, these people are who they are. And it's just like a nice, it's so sad, but it does kind of feel like a nice cozy little hug, you know? Like one of those types of movies. It's sad, but like it it just creates such a good environment. Mm -hmm. Then it got film editing, which I'm not an editor, so it's like I can't really pick at it in the most like technical form but it, it seemed perfectly suitable i didn't see anything wrong with the editing it worked fine yeah. then it got original screenplay which again i love the screenplay mm-hmm. obviously and then mark mcdonough also got director as well as writer so yeah yeah he's, he, he, he did good he I did think. great i think he created a, a, a world without trying too hard mm-hmm. like it's a movie that doesn't try too hard to be great like it seems less than what it is but then when once you're thinking about it there's just so many more aspects that don't slap you in the face with how obvious they are but they're all there yeah and it's really good at that and then uh original score which i don't think it's a great original score but it's good it's yeah. not as great as we talked about in like all quiet on the western front for example, and then obviously best picture of the year. Yeah, it's one of my uh, definitely one of my favorites that I've yeah, seen this year. Like, so I, I, there's no begrudging, and it, it feels it, it you know? feels like a best picture nominee too. Yeah, which is something you can't say about everything. Like we're gonna talk about some movies that. Even if they're good, they just don't feel like something that would be nominated or something that would historically be what the Academy likes. Yeah, but yeah. this this does. This is just like a classic comedy drama. I think people will forget about this movie, unfortunately. I think in like a couple of years, people aren't really going to be talking about it. Yeah, I agree. Even if it wins Best Picture, because it's, just, it's not like something groundbreaking. Yeah. But sometimes, again, this makes me happy. So... Uh, Sometimes that's all you need. You just need a really kind of cozy movie that's not super heavy, but it still has the themes. Deeper meanings, yeah. And it's it's a good watch. I agree. But I think that that is all for this episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, leave us a comment, and continue on this journey with us as we cover the Best Picture nominations for the 2023 Oscars.